the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's been a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, the Word of God teaches us that God wants to cause great and mighty things to manifest in the lives of you and me. Things that will cause each and every one of us to be better people than we presently are and live better lives than we presently live. But unfortunately, many manifestations that God wants to do for us will never be experienced by us until we experience the transformation that God wants us to experience. That's because some manifestations require transformations to happen first. No transformation, no manifestation. That's why every one of us should want every one of those transformations that God wants us to experience to happen so that every one of the manifestations that God wants us to experience will be experienced by me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Jesus is the one that knows. He knows God. And he was sent by God to be able to help us to know him. Jesus is the word. The word was sent by God to help us to be able to know him. Do you want to know him? Then God gave you what's necessary for it to happen. It's, it's the word of God. And he sent you an anointed man or a woman of God. To be able to make sure you understand the word of God. He sent you a pastor. So you can be fed with knowledge and understanding. So that you can know who he is. And then live your life like you is. So that the transformation process can continue. And you become more like Jesus. Every time you show up. You can become more like Jesus. Every time you show up. Did I say every time you show up? He's very confident, isn't he? Yes, I am in the word. I know that if you submit yourself to the word of God, because you got to do this, you got to submit yourself to the word of God. And if you submit yourself to the word of God, you'll become more like Jesus every time you show up. And if you submit yourself to the man and woman of God that God give to you, they said, that's the one that I'm going to use to be able to help transform you. Then the transformation capsules will happen with you. I remember, I remember, I told you about it before. Act like you didn't hear. I remember, you know, the day Spirit of the Lord woke me up. Praise God. I said, boy, it's time for you to get in church. I'm like, I want to go up in church. What do I want to go up in church for? Ain't nothing up in there but lames and hypocrites. He said, well, which one of them hypocrites died on the cross for you? He said, you ain't going for them. You're going for me. Now get up, put your clothes on, let's go. Long story short, I got up, put my clothes on, went go. He was talking to me like a father. He wasn't my father yet, but he was talking to me like a father. Get up, boy, put your clothes on, let's go. I jumped up, put my clothes on, praise God, man. And I went, hallelujah. Thought I was supposed to go to that church where my mama died, and they said they needed another flower up in heaven. One of the things that irritated me even more about God. You're supposed to be a creator. Why don't you create you a flower? Why you got to steal my mama? You want a flower. Praise God. I didn't, I didn't like none of that. Praise God. 
But that found out that ain't in the Bible either. Praise God. Lying preacher. Praise God. Amen. Anyway. The sent me to word of faith. Praise God. Long story short, all my questions got answered. Next week, woke me back up again. Said, I need you to go back and join the church. So, I didn't know what join means, but I went and joined it. Praise God. I went and joined it. And I went back next week and just sitting there. I didn't know what to do. Just sit there. I'm just like, so what, what I do? At the end of the service, he said, anybody want to join? I said, oh, there you go. That's me. Oh, there you go. That's me. So, I went and joined. Praise God. Went back and did what I did. Next Sunday, woke me up. So I need you to go back to that church. I'm like three weeks in a row. I'm already an outdid the whole last year. Praise God. <laughs> three weeks in a row. He didn't tell me why this time. He just said go. So I got up. And, you know, we ain't going to get in all that because we did that the last two weeks. So let's just get on up and put my clothes on. So I went there and I sat in the pew just like you. Praise God. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, here I am. Then the bishop walked across the stage. It was Pastor Butler at that time. He's Bishop Butler now. Bishop walked across the stage. He was Pastor Butler at that time. And he said, see that man right there? He said, do whatever he tells you to do. I, I, that, that was huge. And I, I didn't do what people told me to do. Last person that I would do what they told me to do died that year. It was my mother. She died. And I, that's the last person on earth that I followed doing what they said to do. I, ain't, I don't do what nobody said to do. But he said, do what that man told you, whatever that man tell you to do. I'm thinking to myself, I told you I would, I would follow you for the rest of the days of my life. I ain't following no man nowhere. He said, do what I tell you to do. Do what he tell you to do. But every time that man would stand up, he'd open up that Bible. And he'd show me in this word who, how to follow my father. Because I told him I would follow him for the rest of the days of my life, but I didn't know he was invisible. I know I couldn't see him. So what he started doing was teaching me the word. And through the word that I heard, then I would follow what the word said. Because the word was Jesus. And so Jesus is the one that I'm supposed to imitate. So when I started imitating what the word said and doing what the word said, that's when the transformation started occurring. Changed me from a little thug on the east side of Detroit to a pastor here in San Antonio. Praise God. It, 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 it does its job. It's going to do a change here. Change me from a horrible husband to a wonderful husband. Amen. It took a little too long on that one, though. Praise God. Turn me from a father that didn't know what he was doing to a father that knows what he's doing. Turn me from a person going in the wrong direction to not know the right way and the right path. But it's all from following him. He is the word. He said, I come in a volume of a book. It is written of me to do thy will. He's sitting right here. Everybody say, yo, G, yo, G. Turn, turn with me to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11, please. Yo, G. So you better quit treating Jesus wrong. Man. Throwing him over in the corner and don't pick him up again until I say, turn with me in your Bible, please. Matthew chapter 11. Now, I'm going to put a pause button here. He is, this book is not by, is not Jesus. I was being figurative, okay? So don't like lay it over to the side and bow down to it, all that kind of stuff. Come on, stick with me now. Matthew chapter 11. I can't write on Jesus. When I say underline that, I can't write on Jesus. 
No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Just come on, stick with me. I'm talking about the word. Amen. Matthew chapter 11, verse 27. Yeah, you got to be explicative to people. Turn to verse 25. 27. Matthew chapter 11, verse 27. It reads like this. It says, all things are delivered unto me of my father. And no man knoweth the son but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father save the son. And he to whom the son will reveal him. He to whom the son will reveal him. I love that. He to whom the son will reveal him. Now, when I read it out of the revised standard, I didn't give it to you. But when I read it out of revised standard and when I looked at most other translations of it, too, it says he to whom he chooses to reveal him. That meant a lot to me. You mean you choose to reveal yourself to me? You chose me? Little old me? Crazy me? Sinner me? You're like, no, no, saint you. Because you were a sinner until you got saved. And then you became a saint. You just don't know how to be a saint yet. Praise God. So you revert to the things you learned when you was a sinner. But at the same time, you are not a sinner. Because you are now in Christ. Because if I'm a sinner and I'm in Christ, Christ is a sinner. Because I'm in him. And so quit calling yourself a sinner because you ain't a sinner. You're a saint who still sins. <laughs> but just because you sin don't make you a sinner. Just because you can paint don't make you a painter. Just because you can cook something in your microwave don't make you a, a chef. Just because you can curl your hair every once in a while don't make you a hairdresser. And just because you prayed one nice prayer don't make you a preacher. Hallelujah. Look at your name and say, stay in your lane, baby. Stay in your lane. Amen. But I did give you the Babylon basic English. You'll like this one. It reads, all things have been given to me by my father, and no one has knowledge of the son but the father, and no one has knowledge of the father but the son, and he to whom the son will make it clear. He to whom the son will make it clear. Jesus Christ has come to make clear to you who the father is and what the father does, who the father is and what the father does. So it can also simultaneously make clear to you who you are and what you're supposed to do too because you're created in the image and likeness of God. Once again, Jesus not only knows the Father, he not only knows God and whose image we're supposed to be made, but he also makes him clear to us. That's why I love the word of God. It clarifies things. It clarifies for me who I'm supposed to be as a Christian. It clarifies for me who I'm supposed to be as a man or woman of God. And if I keep looking in this perfect law of liberty, it will transform me into the person that I'm supposed to be until I end up being the person that I see. Good God, I love the word of God. No wonder Satan tried to take up all your time, make sure you don't read the word of God. No wonder he tried to make sure you don't take up all your time so that you don't even get the chance to come to church and have somebody else read the word to you or show it to you. No wonder he tries to make sure you're not submitted to a good pastor. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that they can then be able to transform you. Hallelujah. Reform you. Until the person that is you're supposed to be. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Turn to Colossians chapter 1. We're almost through for today. Colossians chapter 1. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, I know who he is. And I'll share it with whoever I want to. I chose you to be the one I'm going to share it to. All I need you to do is come to me. And let me do what I do with you. Colossians chapter 1. Oh, if you just open up your heart and let God do what he do. He'll start a transformation on the inside of you that will blow your left mind. It won't take him long. The only thing that's taking so long is you being so strong, staying who you were. Rather than allow yourself to change to be who you are. Colossians chapter, 12, chapter 1. Let's begin reading in verse 12. It says, Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life, who have delivered us from the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created, that in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether to be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Glory to God. Notice, he is the one who created all things. Pause button. That means he sure enough know how to fix it. He created it. Look at your neighbors, he created you. So he know how to fix you. But the key is you got to go to him and let him cause the changes to happen that it's supposed to. I told you before, act like you didn't hear it. Praise God. I remember one long, 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 long time ago, I used to drive this bin, silver bins. Praise God. Sweet black interior, big body. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know about it. Praise God. Block punk stereo in it. Hallelujah. I get to riding that thing around for, you know, you know. What? I got to do the lean and stuff, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> this one didn't have a diamond in the back sunroof top. Digging the scenes with a gangster. It did have a gangster lean, though. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, that wasn't my first car. I had other cars before that, praise God. And I knew how to take them to the Jack Leg, you know, um, mechanic. Yeah, Jack Leg mechanic, you know. You know, one of them greasy brothers that, you know, <laughs> everything all greasy and stuff. Hallelujah. Fix anything. You just rig it together. Go get a part off of this car that ain't even the same kind of car. And then <laughs> rig it on your car and get it working and stuff. All you cared about is it was running, praise God. That way you go to the party, praise God. Amen. Oh, y'all got quiet like they don't know anything. Anyway, point of or work or work wherever, praise God. But I remember, praise God, I was driving that sweet Benz. I was a little sweet Benz too, driving that sweet Benz, and I noticed it wasn't quite picking up like it was supposed to. So I rode over my man. His name was Rev, as a matter of fact. He wasn't nowhere near God though. But they got, he was his name. His name was Rev. <laughs> so I rode over, rode over to Rev's shop, praise God, and I pulled it in there and then. Put it up on them, and then you, you know, that's where all the brothers hang out and all the folk hang out. And they're like, "Oh, sir, bleep, they bleep, they go, they go pass some bleep, bleep, bleep." You know, you know how they do. <laughs> Look at that sweet bleep, the bleep, car fish got everything. Bleep, the bleep, fish, you know, bleep, the bleep, this bleep, the bleep, I done seen in a bleep, the bleep, long time. And that car bleep, the bleep, 
It's the bleep de bleep this one I done seen of it. And I'm like, yeah, man, just keep your bleep de bleep hands off of it. Praise God. So here come Rev out the back wiping his hands. You know, they always wipe their hands, but the never oil never come off. And so he's kind of, he had his rag, he had his rag, and he like wiping, wiping in the hands and stuff. He said, that is a sweet car, though, man. He said, that is a sweet car. And I'm saying, well, see, I need you to fix this, praise God. I said, because it's having a little problem. He laughed. I said, what you laughing about, Rev? He said, man, I don't fix those. That's the first time I've heard him say that. I didn't care what drove up. He said, I'll fix that. He pulled, I pulled that one up. He said, I don't, I don't work on those, man. He said, you don't want me to work on that. He said, that's a fine-tuned machine that's been put together by Germans. Do I look German to you? <laughs> <laughs> Not unless they got a hood open in Germany, praise God. No. He said, you have to take that back where you got it from. You got to go back to who made that one if you want that one fixed. See, y'all been taking yourselves to jack, jack leg greasy mechanics. Jack leg greasy preachers. And jack leg greasy pastors who take parts off of this and add it to you and come on, come on. jury rig and jack and jack and just just juke, jug it, jury rig it together. And then you run down the street thinking you're doing all right, but you ain't running like you're supposed to. You a fine-tuned machine created by God. It's only one place you can go to get that fixed. Got to go back to the word. Because words only thing going to change it. That's what, a mo- that's what a material is. That's what a parts. You can't, you just, DJ, he said, man, I can't, what, what parts store I'm supposed to call to get parts for that thing? He said, man, parts stores I use, they, they, don't, they don't have nothing like that. Well, so I, ain't, I ain't even trained in this. I don't know nothing about this. He said, they got to go years for training just to fix these. That's one reason why I don't know how to fix these. Just like a lot of preachers. Take years to be trained. To be able to handle fine-tuned machines like y'all. But no, they don't take all that time to be trained. They learn three scriptures halfway right and then take off running. Or go to a school that where they learn a little something, but then where they're supposed to sit and season, they don't sit. But then they run ahead, ready to save the world, and tap all these fine-tuned machines that's everywhere. You got to go back to the person who made you. That's why we're submitting ourselves to God. That's why we're giving ourselves to God. That's why we go to God and say, God, Lord. Fix me. You know how this thing's supposed to run. I mean, one time, praise God. In fact, it was that same time. I, 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 I took it over to the Benz dealer. I had to pay a lot more for it. show you what I'm talking about. Back then, the mechanic used to make, I'm going to really date myself now. Back then, the mechanic made something like $7 an hour. That was ridiculously high because Mickey D paid $1.65 an hour. So the mechanic was making some cheddar, but the Benz mechanic made $35 an hour. That was like, ooh-wee. And they was going to charge you minimum one hour to even look at it. I remember I went in, drove it in there. My man liked it. He came in and he said, yes, that's nice. His hands wasn't greasy, though. He said, he said, <laughs> he said, he said that's nice. Pulled it over to the side, praise God. Told me, what, what, what problem are you having? Told him what I was having, the problem that I was having. And he said, uh, I said, so 
You know, what you gonna put it on? You gonna look at it? You gonna do? He said, no, I don't have to. I know exactly what it is. I'm like, man, for thirty five dollars, no, you gonna do something? <laughs> you gonna do, do do more than just that? He said. I know what you do. He said, this is what you do. I said, do you want, so you want me to pull it on? He said, no, this is what I want you to do. He said, I want you to take this out on the open highway. He said, you driving it around the city. He said, that's not what this is designed for. He said, this is designed for the highway. He said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go way out. We, we was in Michigan. He said, I need you to go out past the city limits. And I need you to open this thing up. And I need you to drive it the way it's designed to be driven. He said, I want you to do at least 125. He said, and then come back and tell me whether everything's okay. I said, okay. I'm thinking like, I'm going to have to walk away. He said, no, that's $35. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but that wasn't an hour. He said, that was $35. <laughs> anyway, long story short, took it out on the highway, opened that sucker up. It actually sat down. I didn't even know it did that. I was used to it riding at a certain level. I thought it had become a low rider. It's not like, Kind of like sat down a little bit while it was driving. And it kind of hesitated for a minute because it was all gunked up because I was just driving around the city. But then when I followed his instructions and just did what he said did, it flew. I'm like, now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I paid for. And that thing just, just, first thing I did was go back and buy that shop. And I rolled by and stuff like that. Hit that European horn. He came out. I like hit the window. Good advice. He said, you do it? I said, yes, I did. He said, how's it right now? I said, beautifully. He said, you don't understand what you have. I can teach you what you have. You don't understand what you have. You bought this for style. It's not created for that. It's created to be able to be powerful. And to do great things. Just like some of y'all. Y'all too busy trying to live a life that's style. You ain't even created for that. You created to do open. Powerful things on the open road. Out where other folk don't go. Moving at speeds that other people don't go. You designed to do greater things than what you do. That's why y'all gunked up. Because you ain't running like you're supposed to. You ain't being living the life that God designed you to live. That's why, God, you have to go by the right mechanic and let the right mechanic tell you how to use this thing and how to live this thing and how to operate it. That's what the bishop did for me because I was designed to do great things, but I was doing bad things. I was doing things for the wrong reasons. I was doing things for money. I was doing things for prestige. I was doing things for power. I was doing things for, for my, my name. I was doing things for acclaim. I, I was doing things for... Reasons I wasn't supposed to do them, which would take me into doing things I ain't supposed to be doing. And that ain't even what I was designed to do. It wasn't until I met Jesus that he started showing me who I am and what I'm really designed to be about. I found out that I'm supposed to be like him. I'm trying to be like everybody else. He said, no, I want you to be like me. Well, that's all that we have time for today. Hope you're blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing what God's Word says about the transformation and manifestation that God wants to do for us. Hope even more that you're not just realizing, but that your faith is rising in the fact that transformation and manifestation is what God wants for all of us. Especially since the Bible is so clear that God's willing and wanting to do those things for me and you. So come on, saints of God. Let's believe God's Word is true 
and let's do what he tells us in his word to do so that he can do what he wants to do in the lives of me and you. Let's let transformation and manifestation happen in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road, San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. We also invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship on this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you nationally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple of sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Woman of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.